0: Never thought I'd see the day when I can't shake your hand. It's something that I'd love to do, I hope you understand.
1: But there's a war we're fighting, it's breaking all our hearts. And that's the reason why we got to stay six feet apart.
2: So when I tell you, stay away, I don't mean to offend. It's because I care for you. You
3: know you are my friend. All of this together, you and I. Stay at home, stay alive. Stay, at home. stay, alive.
4: stay at home, stay alive. We salute those heroes who are saved many lives. Daddy Fill our hearts with pride We all want to help them Just let them lead the way Help to say a
3: prayer To keep them safe every day So when I tell you stay away Don't mean to offend It's because I care for you You know you are my friend We're all in this together You and I Stay alive, stay home.
5: Yes, folks, you're very welcome. tracheologus Crack on Saturday morning. It's the twenty-fifth of April. And guess what? Who do I have with me today? It's
6: me, Kenny. I am on the line.
5: Mark, we made it work. This is incredible. Technology at its finest. We're back in touch. Great to chat to you. How's things?
6: Ah, oh, brilliant, Kenny. I'm so happy. I mean, Fairchild Radio have us work home here and it's taken us a little bit of time to get the technology up to up to speed or for us to get up to speed in the technology but we are home and dry um things are going to be different going forward Kenny they're going to be very different
5: They are indeed yeah no doubt and uh, looking forward to getting a bit of banter now of course we have no sport to talk about Mark um it's a little bit strange in in that sense you know we've uh, we've had to find other things during the week to chat to each other about it's um Oh yeah Strange times, but uh, sure. Look there's light at the end of the tunnel.
6: There is. No, listen. There's lots of other things uh, to talk about, and um, the good news for us is that there are some amazing people in our community, Kenny. So I think we um, maybe we use uh, use use this up as an opportunity to to connect some people into the in, into this brilliant community and uh, find out how they're coping with life life in isolation and uh i'm sure everybody can't wait to get out of it but sure that that sure that 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 could be a show unto itself pal
5: it certainly could yeah and we've we'll have some news on that as well coming up here um just in a little bit of uh, sporting news i was reading this week that there is the potential that the bundesliga will start up in the first week of may now it'll be behind closed doors, but it's uh, it's very interesting. They've been training for the last three weeks. They'd be the mm-hmm. first uh, European team to, uh, to to do this. So who knows? Maybe the the floodgates will start to open up. Now there's lots yeah. of controversy around it, obviously, because um, in in most countries in Europe there are no large gatherings above uh, no large gatherings period until at least the 31st of August. Um, but uh, we'll see how that goes. And then in other news, it does look like the uh, the championship will be awash wash this this year. Yeah, yeah, I saw I
6: saw that. And um, actually, listen, any little bit of optimism will take it. I know that they're they're trying uh, uh, baseball, you know, without crowds in in Korea. I believe I saw that. Ken, um, I see that uh, Serena Williams' uh, coach as well uh came out and and believes that there's a way for for tennis to be played without crowds and um you know i think just people are starved for television you think about those bundesliga games like they would sell out i mean you and i would start watching the bundesliga suddenly if it if it was there because we're we're just dying for live sports and same with tennis right so listen i i, I think um i i i think it it it's going to take a few people to take some risks here um and, and by risks i don't mean like like really heavy risks um so I, you know i uh, listen I, I, it, we have to get back to normal eventually here and as long as we wade into it slowly and not do anything really silly i think we'll be all right
5: i agree you know look we all have to be patient with this and uh, we're better off um been able to uh to live our lives in the future and and while it may hurt us in the present we'll be the better of it uh we'll come out a little bit different i think we're gonna be a changed world too i think there's a lot more caring in in the world and we've all learnt a little bit of something from this and i don't mean just about how to clean your house properly mark or how to get the garden <laughs> in shape you know but uh, yeah, yeah but uh now you're keeping the social distancing going are. Yeah?
6: Oh yeah, no, no problem at all. Um, the only, the only, um, uh, I would say, area that I'm guilty uh, on here, Ken, is uh, I play a, quite a bit of Joe Dolan when I'm at home by myself here.
5: Um <laughs> do, but right.
6: that's still a bit of social distancing, right? But um, <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> that would that would cause social distancing in in many circles mark you know
6: yeah, not in my circle though pal not in yeah. my circle i mean i'm in good shape here so yes how about yourself Are you're you probably that dog you must have the, the four legs walked off that dog do
5: yeah i love it. it yeah it's uh <laughs> I, I you know i was saying or remarking to a couple of people actually it's it's a good job that we have it because i can't imagine me going out for a walk without it you know so it's been yeah. a great excuse actually to get out and see the neighborhood i suppose i'm clocking up a lot of kilometers on the uh, on the walking so it's uh it's been good you know
6: yeah, brilliant brilliant
5: so um listen uh the, the track i just want to let people know off the the top of the program that we played there is a brand new one and it's called stay at home stay alive and this is the brainchild of your one of your favourites, and I uh, know in your household, but Nathan Carter. Yeah. And he's been spending uh, a lot of time, obviously, like everybody else at home, and he's been spending time in, uh, I guess he has a home in Fermanagh there. And so with the help uh, of his manager and co-writer, John Ferry, they've, they've pulled the lyrics together on this yoke. And in there, there's Johnny Logan, Brian Kennedy, uh, Brian Kenny, Tommy Fleming, and people will have recognized um, the 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 the, uh, the sounds of um, Sean Keane as well. And the female voice in there is Chloe Agnew. So they all got together and recorded this. And you can actually check it out, apparently, on uh, Facebook and, and YouTube and, and the likes. You can do uh, hashtag stay at home, stay alive. And you'll see a video of them all in, in their homes. And the uh, the funds from this will be donated to the healthcare uh, charities. So uh, a great way Super. to kick off the show and, and a reminder to everyone to uh, to be doing the right thing.
6: Yeah. Well, now, Kenny, um, I, I I do think that um, I, the, the timing couldn't be better for us to be able to do the show uh, somewhat live, anyway. Uh, because I wanted to um, uh, I wanted to let the community know that uh, sadly. On um, Wednesday of this week, uh, Ken, um, a good friend of mine, a Toronto Gales man, a fellow well-known in the city here by the name of Billy Gilroy, um, moved to St. Catharines. In fact, living in St. Catharines for many years now. Um, He passed away. uh, He had been sick for some time um, and um, i had been kind of following his story from afar to... to, uh, you know, to to just um just understand how he was keeping, but um unfortunately he succumbed to cancer on Wednesday, Ken. Um he was one of the original um uh he was one of the original fellows behind the Toronto Gales. And um I have many, many memories of Billy uh, Ken. He uh we went on a trip to Ireland uh once he stayed with my family there. Um you know uh fierce man altogether, he wouldn't he wouldn't eat any meat, only chicken, that was it. He right. was a fierce man for the Kentucky Fried Chicken, but any time there was a you know after the uh, the pub, he'd make a bee line for some chicken. Uh, he loved betting on the horses as well, and uh, but just a real a real gentleman. And uh, he was one of the lads that hung around the Toronto Gales for many years. I have so many great memories with him. Uh, we just have just had a lot of laughs, and just a very pleasant man to be around. And I think you have an old tune lined up for me here for Billy. He was a Belfast man. He brought me to. Uh, to, to visit his family back in belfast when i was back there as well and just a really really nice man with a lovely family and uh thoughts and prayers of the toronto gales and the extended irish community go well, out to the gilroy family on the passing of the man himself mr billy gilroy
5: yeah sad news indeed and our condolences go out to uh to the family and we do mark we have a a, a belfast song actually aptly titled belfast and it's from uh, Burn and Kelly. So um, we'll get on with the show here, folks, and we'll be back to chat tea a bit later.
6: All right, folks, well, over the past six or seven weeks, a, uh, a significant fundraising campaign with the title Do It For Dan has been generating some serious momentum. And a, a GoFundMe page with the title Do It For Dan has, um, for all intents and purposes, gone viral now, and not just in Ireland. And I'm delighted now to be joined on the line by um, Dan Donohar's mother, Ashling. Um, who uh, herself is distinguished in her own way, having represented Leash in Ladies Gaelic football as well. And she's joining me on the line now from Ireland. Good morning, Ashley. Thank you for joining us this morning. And how are you doing over there?
8: Good morning. Um, yeah, thanks for having having me. We're doing, yeah, doing great.
6: That's wonderful. All is,
8: all is well here.
6: Could you um on the show last week I gave a little bit of context to uh do it for Dan but but is it possible that you could maybe in your own words just tell us a little bit about the journey so far and just enlighten uh some of our listeners as to uh, you know the situation I know Dan was born end of March of um 2019 and, and maybe just just walk us through the journey a little bit here um Ashling if that's possible
8: Yeah I'd love to so basically Dan like you said, Dan was born on the twenty eighth of March and um, perfect, absolutely perfect little boy. Um all our dreams came true. He had arrived, he was safe, um we were so happy as you can imagine. It was the best day of our lives and um we brought him home and everything was fine and that you know, the days passed, I suppose we were ten days in and Dan started to have really shock. And um that went on for a long time. He had something collected for the guts of four months. He was he'd cried, I thought, mainly for those four months and um went on down and down. We brought him to hospital, we knew we knew from around the age of two months old there was something not quite right with him in terms of his physical you know, to pick him up, he was just that bit floppy, I felt. He just was a little bit floppy. Um but he was still making milestones, he was still, you know, on his tummy, during tummy time, his head was up in the air, not as much as I would have liked, but I just put it down to maybe me carrying him around too much with the colic, and, um, you know, he's quite upset all the time, so I would have my my arms a lot. So, uh, yeah, but he was still able, I was, he was still able to do that, he was able to lie on his back with lift his legs, he was able to sit up and maintain head control, you know, he was making milestones for a, a three-month-old baby, so, I suppose from then he got admitted to hospital on, on the 20th of September and there he had tonsillitis. But at that point he had lost the ability to lift his head. He had lost, he was starting to deteriorate quite a lot at that stage. Um, initially he was put in to just being sick and, you know, when kids get sick they get quite, they, you know, they go quite low but they bounce back and you know, we were like, no, he's just something not quite right here. He was able and is not anymore. Um, we got brought back a bit months later and we told him hypotonia, which I didn't know what it was. It's floppy baby or something. So a month again passed and we were told it's progressive hypotonia. But at that point, Niall and I had said, no, we need to we need to see a neurologist here. Um, Dan cannot do anything anymore. You know, he, he, he couldn't lift his legs. He couldn't lift his head. He couldn't... You couldn't hold him without having to hold him. You need your two hands at all times to to protect him, that he wouldn't just lose control. Um, So we went to the neologist then on the 6th of December, and he, sorry, no, no, we went to the neologist in November, apologies, and uh, he confirmed to us that um, he didn't bleed down whatever use, have the use of his arms or his legs. Um, so that was a major blow to us that day because it was so unexpected. I think we knew there was something not right with Dan, but I mean, we thought maybe he wouldn't walk until three or four, or he mightn't have the same physical ability as everyone else in terms of endurance. Like he might be able to run out the garden for an hour, he might be tired. You know, we just never in a million years thought this diagnosis was coming. So he signed us home, and that day he just said, "Look, I need—I have a fair idea of what it is, but I can't tell you." because I don't have the bloods done to confirm. So we got them done and he confirmed on the day he had scoliosis, but I, you know what, I kind of knew that myself from the shape of Dan's back. Um, so that was fine, we were sent home. That was a really, really hard time because you just don't know what to be thinking. And um, one day you're really, really positive and you're like, I don't know, like he's just, I suppose, giving us the worst case now and now he's going to be fine. And then the next day you're thinking, not, not going to be fine. Um, so then he confirmed it on the 6th of December that Dan did in fact have SMA um, type 1. Mm. So with the type 1 diagnosis, as uh, they probably read up on, it doesn't have a long life expectancy and they don't have much, I suppose, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't think that they're going to be able to do much. Like, the best case scenario for Dan would be that he'd... Maybe, possibly, sit independently, but that's an absolute dream come true if he could do that. You know what I mean? But that's not likely. It's very, very, very unlikely. So, Dan yeah. just lies on his back all day, Um he's starting to kind of roll from left to right, but um, that's the high of it and uh, that's kind of basically where it's told us as far as Dan will go. So, that's that's basically where we are.
6: Wow so um social media and now i suppose uh, mainstream media have kind of been quite active getting behind the cause which is incredible at, at what stage did you realize that um you know the fundraising was really getting some traction and you know where there was maybe was there a particular event or whatever an act of kindness that that was maybe the catalyst to where we are right now with the with the fundraising because my understanding as our listeners know is that the drug is quite expensive only available in the united states but at what stage did did, uh, did you really feel this was getting traction or was there like a tipping point here that or a turning point here that you can kind of point to Just
8: to be honest there really wasn't and um, i find i feel like the day one it was launched Mm. That it it just took it from it, the very start from day one it took off really well. Um, you know I feel like anyone who read that story just grasped them. Yeah. I mean as a mother I know myself if I is down with a healthy child and I read this it would break my heart because I know what it's like to be a man. Yeah. And you just want you just want so much for your kids and looking back you know when I was born I would have. Wanted them to do this, that, and the other, and I wanted them to go to college and I wanted them to play sports, but now I just want them to be a child and to be able to go outside and play. Yeah. To be able to just do the basic things, and that's all any parent wants is just a healthy child that can have fun, have friends, go to school, and whatever interest they may have, pursue those. And, um, but no, it's very intensive, fun, day Yeah. I really think that it just. It just took off. Except, you know, there wasn't one thing. I, I should maybe just the 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 GAA clubs together. Yeah. To me, that's one thing that really I can't I can't get over everything how everyone has come together. Mm-hmm. The, the, the part of the GAA community, it's been incredible, but particularly the GAA community how they have just blown us away. Like they're wow. all united. They're really, really united. Um, oh, wonderful. And, and it's all on the one team, and that's Dan. So um, they're incredible. They yeah. really are. The GA is just, it's amazing. Wonderful. It's incredible.
6: Yeah, it really is. It really, really is, you know. Yeah. Now, you're still working towards the, the dollar milestone required for the treatment. Um, is there some kind of preparation required on your part to alert the, you know, the, the um the folks in the United States that you you're coming over, is there a process once the funds are there? Um, or have you had to get out ahead of that and tell them, listen, plan on us being there at a certain time or or is that just premature at this stage? I suppose
8: it was premature because we were never in a position to do this or we yeah. were never in a position to speak to them because I mean, let's be honest, if you're gonna to go to your doctor or you're going to go to your go to space and say look at i want to fund if I want to, reach, I want to raise two million euro people will look at you and say are you all right like you know that's yeah very very ambitious you know but now we are in a position to do that because we are very close um so i have contacted um, a hospital in the states about this but and i've contacted the company who makes the drug but really they were saying to me it does what i need Direction from my consultant and the doctors in the states, which makes sense. Like I don't know. I see. You know, I I can't give them some of the information that the doctors would, like reports and things like that. Like I don't know how that works. Yeah. Yeah, And the logistics of the whole thing. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'll be relying on those to help me out.
6: Are you finding um and don't take this question the wrong way, but are you finding that it's it's preoccupying almost daily or hourly um to to look at how the the funds are progressing are you do you find yourself uh, almost um you know consumed by it or have you been able to kind of separate yourself from it and and let it all kind of take its course um or, or are you just kind of addicted to it at this stage? <laughs>
8: no to be honest at the start I thought god I probably will be like that but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm we're actually not I thought Dan I don't want to say his intent if it's not the right word but he's full on like yeah. he's busy every day with Dan so I might be seeing my phone like I can do the country for my husband's off today Right. Um, so he is mind of him so I you can text me at 9 o'clock and I'm out by tomorrow or, or I might be at by line because of the you know yeah, so yeah. I don't I'm not not a bad a thing. thing because I need no, I'm so busy with Dan. Yeah. Um, but I think, I suppose, for other people with the, with this COVID-19, I think that the fundraiser has been a, a good escape. I agree. For people that, you know, it's kind of brought... While well, people are helping us so incredibly well, we've got a lot of message, messages off people who say, you know, Dan is helping us. You know, we're, our clubs have all come together. Fantastic. We're I'm getting out for my walk, that so I would never have got out for him it's clear in my head, I'm yeah an person. Things like that. So Brilliant. I think you know, it's helping a lot of people as well in these uncertain certain times. Yeah. Because, you know, everyone's doing they're doing amazing for us and they're feeling good. So we're so um we're so grateful for that as well. But I think we have also got a couple of messages saying that they're so grateful for Dan.
6: Yeah. Well, um, listen. I know a number of well-known people have also donated uh, generously to the uh, to the cause, and um, I see Seamus Coleman. Um, I believe Conor McGregor has now uh, stepped up. Yeah. Have you Have you talked to any of them personally? Have they reached out to you, or, or you've just kind of stayed away? Yeah,
8: Seamus Coleman and um, sent me a lovely text. And lovely. He gave me a call. Um, he's an an absolute gentleman. To be honest, he is just a lovely, lovely man. His children of his own. You know, he he knows everything. It's your children know everything, no matter show what you have or don't have. Yeah. Your kids do everything and his he, he was um incredibly generous donation, but to follow it up with such a lovely phone call, um he's a legend.
6: Brilliant. Well, Ashling, you're very good for doing this. Um, And um, we, we, on this side of the, uh, on this side of the, um, we're we're united by uh, our uh, Irishness, if you will. I just wanted to, on behalf of everybody over here, wish you guys the best of luck with this. Uh, We've mobilized some fundraising. Um, You talked about the importance of the GAA over there. The GA community here is very tight as well, and a number of the clubs here have uh, have mobilised fundraising efforts. And um, we, we hope that we can um contribute a little bit towards your cause here, and we'll be following the story, uh, with great enthusiasm. And um, we just wish you the best of luck. I mean, everybody's um, you know, everybody's so supportive here as well, and uh, just hope hope that uh, hope that this all goes in your favour. Amazing!
8: Thank you so much, and thanks for having
6: me. No problem, Ashley. Take care of yourself. Take care. Bye-bye.
4: Bye. Well, how do you do, young Willie McBride? Do you mind if I sit here down by your graveside and rest for a while? Need a warm summer sun? I've been walking all day and I'm nearly done I see by your gravestone you are only 19 when you joined the Great Fallen in 1916 I hope you died well and I hope you died clean our young Willie McBride was it slow and obscene? Did they beat the drums slowly? Did they play the five slowly? Did they sound the that march as they lowered you down? And did the band play the last post and chorus? Did the pious play the flowers of the forest? wife or a sweetheart behind and some faithful heart is your memory enshrined although you died back in 1916 and that faithful heart are you forever 19 or are you a stranger without even a name Enclosed them forever Behind the glass frame In an old photograph torn battered and stained And faded to yellow in the brown leather frame Did he beat The drums slowly Did they play The fine slowly Did they sound The death march As they lowered you down Did the band play The last post and chorus And did the pipes Play the flowers Of the forest The sun now it shines on the green fields of France. There's a warm summer breeze that makes the red poppies dance. And look how the sun shines from under the clouds. There's no gas, no barbed wire, there's no gun firing now. But here in this graveyard, it's still no man's land. The countless white crosses Stand mute in the sand To man's blind indifference To his fellow man To a whole generation That were butchered and damned Did he beat the drums slowly Did he play the fife slowly Did they sound the death march As they lowered you down and did the band play The last post and chorus Did the pipes Play the flowers Of the forest? I young Willie my bride, I can't help Wondering why To those that lie here Know why Did they die And did they Believe when they answered the call Did they really believe That this war would end wars Well the sorrow, the suffering The glory, the pain The killing and dying Were all done in vain For young Willie McBride It all happened Again. And again and again and again and again did they beat the drums slowly? Did they play the five slowly? Did they sound? Did that march as they lowered you down? Did the band play the last post and chorus? Did the pipes? Play the flowers of the forest Did they beat the drums slowly Did they play the five slowly Did they sound the that march As they lowered you down Did the band play the last pause in and chorus and Did the pipes play the flowers of the forest
7: in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms.
0: Another scroll. i gambling stop staying
5: Folks, they're a great old track. There, good night, Irene, and a song actually. I hadn't heard that version before. I want to thank Con O'Connell for sending me over actually a a bunch of music. I really appreciate it, Con. You're a great man for sharing the songs and the videos over uh, the old internet. It's wonderful to, uh, to hear from you, as always. That one, there, of course, Willie Nelson. The unmistakable sound of Willie Nelson and the Chieftains with their version of Goodnight Irene. Before that, Finbar Fury and the Green Fields of France. And um, we had kicked off that section there too with Vernon um, Kelly and a song there for Billy called Belfast. We also had in there local artist Trish O'Brien and the Galway Shawl. And Trish and Paul Noonan, I heard, did a wonderful session on facebook there during the week so you can i think you can still check that out on on facebook trish o'brien and paul noonan congratulations folks great job and that was their song there the galway shawl all right well as usual now i want to give out Our whole outreach program has been up and running now for a couple of weeks and uh, the the community at large is is working very hard behind the scenes and and a big thank you to all of the community groups. Everybody is involved in this, so uh, well done for everyone coming together. From what I understand, we're setting the model actually for the Irish abroad here in Toronto. So well done to Ethna, who has uh, quarterbacked this entire program. It is the outreach program. You can see it on our own website, Saturday Irish Radio, how to get in touch if you are in need. You can also go to ICANN and the Cultural Society. You can go to the GAA and many others. Um, The word is out there on Facebook, on Instagram. And as I say, on all the other uh, the websites uh, uh, and social media contacts. So, for that outreach program, please do get in, in touch if you are in need. We do not want to see anybody go stuck during this time. And let me give a few phone numbers here. Ethna can be reached at 416 566 4597, ICANN 416 603 9549, the Irish Embassy in Ottawa. Laura and Ambassador Jim will take care of you down there 613-233-6281 and the GAA in Toronto 647-861-7009 and that again is all to do with the outreach and it will be dealt with in confidentiality. So please uh, recognize that. Now we've got some other very exciting news folks. We're pleased to say that we will actually go live yes live right after this program and you can tune in on mixlr.com slash kyologus crack that's m-i-x l like larry or like ray dot uh, com slash kyologus crack and right after this program myself and mark will be live and we will talk to some of you in the community about how we're dealing with COVID, play lots more Irish music, and generally have a bit of crack. Okay, well, I had a birthday wish that came to me last week, but the program was already in the bag, so I apologize, I didn't get that out on time. But a big happy birthday for Sheila O'Leary. And uh, it's belated, obviously, but from what I understand, is you're the soul of the Cork Association. So this is from all your friends in the Cork Association wishing you a big happy birthday and many many more here's billa connell and beautiful city
1: i have sought to discover a haven of rest where the sun sinks by night in the land of the west I have slept with the red man beneath leafy boughs, And the wild roaring prairies be with flowers I have hied to the north where the hardy pines grow Midst the wolf and the bear and the bleak winter snows I have travelled odd climates but none could I see Like the green hills of Cork and my home by the lee Beautiful city, charming and pretty Beautiful city, my home by, by the, the lee. lee I have slumbered near palm groves By clear running streams The wild groves of Blarney Came haunting my dreams I have listened to bells On the soft summer wind But the sweet bells of Shandon Were dear to my mind I have danced with gay dancers My sorrow to hide But no maiden I found Like the one by my side There is not in the land of the slave of the free, like the green hills of Cork, and my home by the Beautiful city, charming and pretty. Beautiful city, my home. Pretty, beautiful city
5: Need a more flavourful lager for your next gathering? Try a Guinness Hophouse 13. 100% Irish-grown malted barley meets our famous Guinness yeast for a medium-bodied taste and a lingering finish. All the way from the legendary St. James Gate Brewery in Dublin. Find it straight from the keg at select pubs or in 500ml cans Canada-wide. Just look for the white can. Guinness, Hop House 13. More hops, more taste, more character. And I want to let you know that on the 28th of April, from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., they'll be hosting a women's networking event, Coffee and Croissants, with Dr. Cindy, Cindy Gueva, president of George Brown College Fund. But get in touch with the Chamber of Commerce, Kathy Murphy will get you all set up with that. And uh, it's Coffee and Croissants, a women's networking event, the 28th of April, um, going going on there. So, very good. The other thing, of course, that we mentioned uh, a little bit earlier is that right after this program, we will be going live on the web, mixlr.com. You should be able to get that on, um, obviously on the web, but also all through our social Media, Keologus Crack on Instagram, Keologus Crack on Facebook, and you can go to our website as well, SaturdayIrishRadio.com, to figure that out. But we will be going live to air Mark, myself, and we'll talk to lots of folks in the community right after this program from 11 until at least noon anyway, and we'll be playing lots more tracks. Okay, on with the music and who are we going to play next yeah here's a bit of mad paddy and this is the old new windsor and i want to thank our man Smitty. yes the man behind the camera he sent me in a couple of local folks for us to play over the next couple of weeks and that has been part of the theme over the last several weeks playing local artists so enjoy
2: my lesson I won't spill pints and stir up bites and I'll quit the bloody cursing what summer does-
5: hour has passed us by just like that. But the good news is, folks, we're going to be sliding right over live on MixLR.com slash crack for at least another hour with interviews through the members of the community and a bit of music and a bit of crack with myself and Mark. So I hope you can join us, MixLR.com. Thanks for uh, staying with us this hour. We hope you enjoyed our little hoolie in the kitchen here. And we look forward to chatting to you at the other side of this song.
9: I was 18 years old When I went down to Dublin With a fistful of money And a cartload of dreams Take your time, said me father Stop rushing like hell And remember all is not what it seems to be. For this fellas will cut you for the coat on your back, for the watch that you got from your mother. So take care, me, young Poko, and mind yourself well, and will you give this? We know to be brother. At the time, Uncle Benji was a priestman in Brooklyn, be father the youngest. Looked after the phone when a phone call from America said send the lad over. Sure, the old fella said it wouldn't do any harm. For I spent my life working this dirty old ground for a few pints of porter and the smell of a pound. I should maybe there's something you learned all you see and you can bring it back home. Take it easy on me So I landed at Kennedy And a big yellow taxi Carried me and me back Through the streets and the rain Oh, my poor heart was thumping Around with excitement And I hardly even heard What the driver was saying we came in the short parkway to the flatlands in Brooklyn, to my uncle's apartment on East 53rd. I was feeling so happy, I was humming a song, and I sang, you're as free as a bird. But to shorten my story, what I found out that day, that Benji got shot down in an uptown foray. And while I was flying my way to New York, poor Benji was flying in a cold city mall. Well, I phoned up the old fella, told him the news. I knew he could hardly stand up in his shoes. And he wept and he said, go oh, ahead with the plans and hey, not to forget, be a proud Irish man. I went up to Nelly's beside Fodham Road And I started to learn about lifting the load But the heaviest thing that I carried that year Was the bittersweet thoughts of my hometown so dear I went home that December, cos the old fella died Had to borrow the money from a pal on the site and all the bright flowers and brass couldn't hide the poor wasted face of me father. I sold up the alfalfa yard for what it was worth. And into me back stuck a handful of And I boarded a train and I caught me a plane and I found me set back in the U.S. again. It's been 22 years since I set foot in Dublin. The kids know to use the correct knife and fork. But I'll never forget the green grass and the rivers as I keep law and order in the streets of New York. Da da da.